What is going on, everybody? We're glad that you're able to join us. Uh, my name is Sean Folks. Join with me is none other than the illustrious, the intelligent, the greatest human on the planet, Chris Crow. Go on and introduce yourself, Chris. Yeah, everything he said was true. Uh, but just so you know, I mean, I'm smarter than what he thinks I am, so it's fine. Yeah, Glad yeah, y'all yeah. here with us for our first little uh, introduction piece. We're going to see how this goes. Yeah, man. So we're about to po- call this podcast uh, Sons of the King. Uh, it initially started on a Facebook page, but so for these, ne- these next few minutes, uh, we're going to introduce ourselves in depth, talk about how Sons of the King came to be. And what we kind of expect moving forward, what we kind of expect to do moving forward in the the different type of topics that we're going to be covering as we continue going on. That said, I'm going to turn it over to Chris because I want him to kind of start things off since this whole Sons of the King idea started with him. So, Chris, first question up that I got for you, bro, is who are you? Uh, Where did this whole Sons of the King thing come from? And why did you start it? All right. So pretty much who am I? I'm just, just a, a young man who's trying to be an adult. Uh, grew up in a home <clears throat> that was uh, very open to questioning uh, our beliefs. My dad was, my dad is agnostic. Um, my mom um, is Christian, but has never been conservative in any sense. And but they both very much appreciated, you know, critical thinking because uh, I grew up in England. So that was kind of a part of my upbringing. <clears throat> and because of that, uh, I never honestly considered myself a Christian until my first year of college. Um, and the only reason I decided to be Christian is just because the science pointed me towards being Christian. Um And that's a whole other thing I can go on about. But pretty much I was able to do my own research and and looking into other religions and other belief systems. And I understood that there is a God and also kind of made sense of uh, some spiritual attacks that had happened to me um, early in my life. And while I was in this... uh, as, as some Christians call it, you know, being on fire for God, you know, those first like couple, maybe like a year, or a little longer, uh, of converting to uh, Christianity specifically, but I'm sure it's relevant to other religions. I just wanted to, I understood just how men, you know, we're called to be the heads of household. We're called to be leaders of nations. We're called to be fathers. And not everybody has the honestly, in a sense of the privilege to get the correct upbringing and correct direction and, and correct fellowship in order to, you know, encourage those attributes to, to form. So I saw it in myself that, you know, there were things that I liked. So I saw it in my friends and everything. And I saw what the Bible called us to be. And so I decided, you know what, one of the main things that my parents did for me that really helped me not be as wild as I could have been when I was younger is they always told me I was royalty. They always told me that I was special, that I, I should, you know, treat myself as, as, uh, 
a very important person, not as a vanity type of thing, but as in choosing who I interact with, who I do with what with, you know, just valuing my time, valuing my own presence. And that honestly, I felt was the right perspective because we all are, men and women are called to be sons and daughters of the king. But I couldn't speak for women. I only want to speak to men. That's my perspective. That's my experience. That's my life. So we, I made Sons of the King a Facebook group where um, I focused purposely on Proverbs because I felt like there's a lot of wisdom that comes from Proverbs that we can apply to everyday life. And eventually I, I recruited a lot of my friends who um, I think most of them were, I think you guys were mostly <laughs> Theo majors on some level. <laughs> and yeah. uh, we, we all just, you know, took time um, sharing our perspectives and bringing the Bible, bringing practical gems from Proverbs specifically and even from the rest of the Bible for men to kind of apply to themselves for them to, uh, look at themselves and, and kind of refine themselves, you know, because iron can sharpen iron. So just really just wanted to make a community of men aspiring to be more, uh, aspiring to be Christ-like, to aspire to be the the role models that we're supposed to be. Got you, got you. Now, I want to double back a little bit because you said something pretty interesting. Um, yeah. I want you to talk about, you know, that first that first year you said at, at, in college. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of people, you know, they go to college and it's kind of kind of the opposite. They get the opposite effect. You know what I mean? So yeah. instead of, you know, drawing closer to 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 God, they decide or I shouldn't say they decide, but things just kind of work out in their life where you, rather than getting closer to God, they get a lot further from him. Right. So yeah. I want talk about that for a minute, because you said you said you grew up in a household, you know, that didn't really um, claim one specific denomination, mm -hmm. but at the same time, they also, they also promote the, the household promoted um, critical thinking, right? Yeah. So how, how did you coming out of that environment, right? Decide, you know what, I'm going to, I'm actually going to follow the teachings of Christ. How, how, how did that work out for you, bro? Well, um, uh, let's see how, how, where to start. That's the question. Well, uh, pretty much my mother's, my grandmother, so my mom's mom, uh, I believe was a pastor. So my mom grew up Pentecostal. Uh, but my mom, in a sense, I guess if a term was to be given to her, was quote unquote liberal Christian. So she would love the sci-fi stuff, the fantasy stuff. That's one of the things that her gotcha. and my dad had in common. Um, gotcha. By the same time, because my dad, uh, grew up in a, I mean, it was a Christian church because my dad's Nigerian. So uh, it was Christian slash Catholic, you know, the schools back then kind of had that type of vibe. And a lot of schools with religion in it, they did not encourage questioning. So that kind of made my dad rebel in a sense from that and not completely uh, follow the like what the rest of his family was doing. Mm -hmm. And the the thing that joined I guess the, the the methodology that my parents encouraged me was my dad respected whatever it was that my mom wanted to believe in and I was young so it, I would typically follow what my parents would do so I would 
go to church from my mom when she did go to church. But at the same time, if I didn't go to church, it wasn't lambasted on me, you know? And gotcha. um, so having that balance, it made me understand that and having a lot of multi, like different people who I had lots of uh, Muslim friends, Hindu friends, Jewish friends, and stuff like that, that I understood that religion is a thing and some people are are involved in it, some people are not, you know, and if I myself, I'm going to choose to be involved in such a thing, I have to come to it intellectually because as I've grown older and I even noticed it when I was younger, I, I realized that a lot of people are born into their religion. You know what I mean? Like if your family is Christian, you're most likely going to be identifying as Christian on some right. level, at least on the surface and not intellectually though. So as for me going my first year at college, you know, uh, growing up in England and everything, it, which is kind of, even though it has the facade of a, uh, uh, even, no, not evangelical, but like the, the house of, I mean, the church of Christ. Church and all of God and Christ. Yeah, exactly. It kind of low key is an atheist state in a sense, because it's not the, the religious side isn't pushed on you. Um, even though we follow the pretense similar to house, us having a queen and all the ceremony that's, you know, surrounding that it's kind of like a tradition, but it doesn't necessarily mean everybody follows such a thing. But, uh, pretty much when I got to college and I knew what I knew about science and, you know, big bang evolution on type of stuff. But then I think, okay, so what made me actually decide to go into an intellectual quest to figure out if God is real or whatever was when, let's see, it was biology class and my teacher was telling me there is a specific part in the cell that it's either a part or a protein, I'm forgetting, but pretty much it's, there's an electron, um, electron picture of it. So it kind of shows you almost like in a, as a 3D picture. Yeah. And he was saying how this, this, this same shape is the same shape that is used in a car, in an engine. And it, it, it just hit me like, okay, so then I understand randomness enough at that time to know that it's almost inconceivable to think that randomness or, or chaos or whatever made something, a shape so precise that we see the same shape in the engine. Mm-hmm. And it was just from that little thing that made me think, huh, so that, that doesn't make sense. If I was to follow the whole thing about Big Bang evolution and blah, 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 like randomness is where we came from. We shouldn't be seeing such specific things, especially when you go into the cell, mm-hmm. you know, and then as, and as, as I learned about the cell, I understand it's almost like a mini factory in the cell with the ribosomes and mitochondria and all this type of stuff that I can go into. Uh, but it's, it just hit me like, it's, this doesn't make sense with what <laughs> we're typically taught outside of a religious perspective, right. you know? It just it does not make any scientific sense, and I didn't have I, I didn't have any uh, I didn't have a uh, a dog in the fight. I was just simply making an observation, and from that pure observation, I just wanted answers. So I decided, okay, so let me go into the religious side and and see what it says. And but essentially, that's what it was. It was just it was just me being honest with myself, like 
if something doesn't make sense, I'll say it doesn't make sense. I've said Got it you. a number of times, you know, even if it comes back to bite me, if it doesn't make sense, it doesn't Facts. make sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like there's nothing. And that's the thing too, because I come from the upbringing is sometimes with uh, people who are religious, they sometimes get irked because I'm simply asking a question, but it's simply just me wanting to know. I just want to know the truth. Uh-huh. I want to know the reasoning. Um, at the same time, I'm very aware of different biases, you know, so I got you. So like, it's just, yeah, that's, that's where it not, came not, from. Not to, not to cut you, not to cut you, but I, yeah. I remember, I remember that first, that first year when you showed up Yeah, it, and it, you know what? It was really funny. It was really funny how you came onto the scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, is, yeah. because of, of the whole rumor situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shameless plug. Uh, I shouldn't say shameless plug, but whatever. Full disclosure. We went to school together, uh, different yeah. different classes, different majors, and all this other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, he, so basically, Chris, how he got integrated, how I came to know him was because, uh, if I remember correctly, you basically kicked out one of the dudes in our suite because he couldn't yeah. clear on time. Yeah, the right? dean. The dean said that uh, I think it was Ross. I think it was Ross. It was either Ross or Kev. Because, yeah, it was one of those two yeah. because they couldn't clear. Apparently, they were open. That technically, their spot was open. So right, right, right. And so, and so, I remember. I because I, I think I think me myself and Daniel, we were like one of the last ones to come back from yeah. winter break. <laughs> and I remember when I sh- when I got to Huntsville, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> my phone started blowing up like, yo, I think, and I think it was Kev, but I, my phone started blowing up and it was like, yo, Kev, he got kicked out the room. He's in a different suite. Da, 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 da. And I'm thinking to myself like, what? Cause we, we, before you showed oh, up, clicked. yeah, yeah. Before, before you showed up, right? Like we worked really hard that first semester. Cause again, none of us aside outside of Daniel and myself, none of us knew each other right yeah yeah and um so after that first semester like i don't know what it is but the 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 eight of us like we just clicked yeah we just clicked and so we we fought we fought to make sure you know what guys make sure you know as best as you can that you're gonna clear that you're coming back next semester because we got a set of dudes that are all chill we ain't like, and this is random. We just get a set of dudes that are all chill. All of us yeah. are clean. All of us don't do all these nasty things. When we, yep. sh- when we have food in the fridge, nobody messes with everybody's food. Like it was the perfect mm-hmm. setup, right? Yeah. And so, and so w- what ended up happening when, when, when we found out that Kev was, was like out, we we're like, nah, 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 nah. I don't care who it is. <laughs> like they, they gotta, they gotta stay. Yeah. Um, and it just so happened that it was both Kev and Phil, matter of fact, that that came oh, okay. here. And so actually, yeah, I think I I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and so what ended up happening? I guess you and Kev, you worked something out after he was able to clear. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, came, yeah, because he he because he pretty much he pretty much told me like I think it was like him and Ross that because I think I was rooming with Ross or something. Yeah, I was in yeah because I was in Ross's room and then. They'll tell me they knew each other and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, it's, it's no problem, man. I'll just, you know, I ain't yeah. trying to break up nothing. It's no, it's no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and then apparently, like, from then, he was like, oh, you cool, man. You know, you didn't have to do that and all that type of stuff. And then that's, because that's of that right. is, what, is why I became cool with y'all. 
That's right. That's right. Like that. That's legit. How you how you came into the circle, right? And so yeah. when I was when I met you for the first time, like, and I don't know if you knew this, but like that whole questioning thing, it mm-hmm. used to get under my skin, bro. Because <laughs> it's like this is literally it would be a straightforward question, right? Yeah. Is there a cloud in the sky, for example? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Straightforward question. And then you come out of left field and be like, but is it really a cloud though? What makes it, <laughs> what makes it a cloud? And for me, I'd be like, bro, like, come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but I, 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 def, I definitely do. I definitely do see that, man. I, I, I definitely do see how, how, you know, your, your upbringing, especially now that I've, I've come to know you for, for as long as I have. Right. Yeah. Cause it's been what? Nearly 10, probably almost 10 years. 10 right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Almost 10 years that we've known each other, man. And so I, I've come to know you as a, as an individual and I see, and I see how your upbringing, you know, has led you to the life where you at. Right. Um, I want to touch on sons of the King in a minute, but before we yeah. get there, um, I, I just want to ask, like, did, did you, th- do you think and come in coming in contact with the rest of us, the way that you did, do you think that our influence on you or vice versa had an effect or played a role in your decision to kind of, I guess, start that journey uh, on, on following God? Um, partly because uh, it was you and Daniel that was doing uh, theology in that room. And then Kevron and kept me, Kevron and Ross would, typically have these type of conversations too because they, they they're the same way and i definitely feel like it because if i didn't met you guys then i i mean because the other part of the sons of the king thing was this uh it, i got inspired from uh my relate my past relationship where i saw that my girlfriend at the time had been so affected by a man uh an older guy i say a man but he was like a, like maybe two or three years older than her but he was in the church and he had, he, I, he had um, interactions with her and relationship with her in such a sense that he actually is the cause of her having so much issues and relationship gotcha. issues. And then I later uh, found out that he actually was almost predator-like in how he um, went for certain girls in the church, mm-hmm. like a number of them in the church. And it just hit me like, man, like, cause I, cause I was like, I was on the verge of hating him <clears throat> because I, I wouldn't be going through so much grief if he hadn't known what he'd done and he's in the church. So nobody's suspecting him and all this type of stuff. But at the same time, I was like, that could have been me because the way I grew up in England outside of being committed to God per se, and even, even with my upbringing, I understood that if I didn't have those things, those variables, I could have easily become this guy, mm. you know? and that also, I partially made Sons of the King because I wanted to prove out to myself that, like, not everybody is like this individual. Not everybody, Got you. you know, not every man is, is, is like this individual. Not every man has, will do this to their, their sisters in Christ, you know. Like, the work that should have began or did begin, you know, can be completed when you're in a community of like-minded people that that check each other that that aspire to greater so definitely yeah uh that was that was definitely part of why i did it but like i said if i didn't have 
theology majors around me mm-hmm. or even people that were open to things. Cause even, you know, Mike and Phil Lloyd and stuff like, honestly, that group of ours was, it wasn't, there was no necessarily super conservative person in that group. So it allowed me to, you know, like not feel like an outsider too much with, with my questions and I, I could, I, my, my things could be entertained on some level and mm-hmm. different perspectives. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciated that too, because a lot of a lot of that a lot of everybody in that group did kind of grow up in the church, and then there was only like a couple that maybe didn't grow up in the church, or at least weren't uh, super super hardcore with it. So it allowed me to get perspectives on stuff, and you know, especially because you guys did uh, you know encourage me to go church with you guys, or you know the the AYS and stuff like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> that definitely helped with that too. <laughs> when you decided to go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man, yeah. Now, I think that I first remember. year I did go more so than later on. Yeah, you did. You did. That that first year you did, you cuz I mean, all of us did, man. We, we yeah, religiously yeah. went out on Friday Friday night to to yeah. to AYS, but as uh as the years went on that we were at school, mm-hmm. we decided just, you know, Let's put that on pause just for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, we could get into that a little bit later. Um, mm-hmm. At least for me, I, I have my own reasons. But um, yeah. and it's it's not it's not dogging AYS. It's not dogging any of the programs that the school put on or nothing like that. I just had my own personal mm-hmm. struggles at the time. Um, yeah. But anyway, so let's 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 kind of transition into uh, Sons of the King. So you you're on this journey now. Um, you decide to use your Facebook platform, right? Uh, and so you start up this group and you're looking at that first page. What's on your, what's on your mind before, like before you even make that first post, like what's on your mind? Uh, and, and in addition to what's on your mind, like, how did you come to saying, you know, okay, after making that first post, like, all right, this is it. This is something that I'm going to continue regardless of success or failure or whatever? Um, I guess I saw it as a way to keep myself accountable because hmm. that was around the time, I think the time I, I started Sons of the King was when we were in Edwards, so sophomore year. Yeah. And if you remember, I was fasting frequently. And yeah. Yeah. that was like my spiritual high at that point because the, the summer um after freshman year was when i delved into the bible more um and then when i yeah edwards is where i like fasted frequently and i was very much on uh, a spiritual high and so i guess before my first post or whatever before i decided where it was going to go i just knew i wanted to keep something accountable or a, a, a thing that allows me to keep accountable because course i have people around me that could keep me accountable but it's another thing to see you know because the things we put on facebook typically they represent a certain level of transparency right uh you things you put on facebook um unless you're being sensitive around maybe like some friends or family that you don't want to see certain things typically people put that when they they don't really have much of a filter when they go when they say stuff online and with me, I saw it as, okay, this is going to keep me accountable because it's showing, it's me broadcasting my pure desire for actually making 
myself, including and everybody uh, else that uh, that sees the post, I want to see. I, I'm going to use this as a almost like a journal, you know, like my own personal Bible study in mm-hmm. a sense. So every post I write down is going to be for me to write that post, for me to get insight to write that post is going to be me studying the Bible before I even write the post. Like it would encourage me to got do that. Got you, got you. So, so yeah. basically it was like your, your, it was basically like your own way to make sure that you don't, that, you, that you're consistent in terms of your, your, your own personal Bible study. Yeah. Yeah. And then and whatever it is that you're. Because I'm a perfectionist. Because right. I'm a perfectionist, I know I cannot, I, I know I can't do, put something out there that, doesn't have enough research. Like I won't say something if I don't have enough research behind it. Right. Um, right. Right. You know? Yeah. Okay. I got you. I got you. That yeah. now that's, that's really, that's really important, I guess, because maybe not important, maybe important is not the right word, but mm-hmm. I, I think, I think that for a lot of us, especially when it comes to, you know, Bible study, consistency is one of the, one of the, the, the things that a lot of us struggle with. Right. Um, yeah. And I know, I know even for me, when I was going through it at school, right, regardless of whether I was a theology major or not, right, mm. trying to balance, you know, schoolwork and social life and all these other, like my own personal relationships at the time. And, and, yeah. and it was, it was really, it was really a challenge, right, to, to kind of put, put Bible study in there. You know what I mean? And again, I'm just being open. I'm just being transparent right now. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, it was a challenge. Like when I think when I think back on it, I was literally I was just a kid, bro. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was yeah. I was just a kid, and and I'm trying to figure figure this thing out in terms of expectations and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, man, like I I I th- I think that's like I I really got to commend you for that because to for you to take it to that level and to to think of it in in such a such a way like that it it showed it showed the level of seriousness that you that you were taking toward your own your own spiritual journey right mm. um which is which is dope and i i feel like i feel like especially personally me i feel like people can learn from it yeah right yeah. um i think it i think it's beneficial for people to see that right that yeah. it's not like even when it comes to bible study whatever it is that you shared right was just in an overflow of whatever was poured into you in your own personal study and i feel like yeah a lot of young dudes when it comes to studying the bible regardless of how how they perceive it you know what i mean like yeah. whatever it is whatever it is that you're putting in man it'll 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 overflow like god will make it overflow and and you'll have to share it with somebody so man that, that's exactly. that's cool bro that's cool Really yeah, cool. and not only that too is this is this. I understood that, you know, when you teach a subject, you're teaching yourself, so it's solidifying that information, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, in order to, so they 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 say like, uh, you can tell if somebody's mastered a subject because they make it sound simple, they make complex things sound simple, right? And that's the thing is that. You know, because I, I have such a conviction, because science is what brought me to God. So all the while I was studying and seeing the connections to the physical world and what we do know, to see to seeing in the Bible and seeing that these things are true and stuff like that, 
it was very much solidifying in my head because like I said, those posts were the overview, the simplified version of the studying that I did. And mm. by writing it out and making it simplified enough so that one, it won't go over somebody's head. It actually encourages people to, to, to get something from it. It allowed me to translate the information I had to even simpler terms. Got right? you. And just by doing that, it solidified my, it solidified everything that I put out because it's like, man, I know how to go left and right. But in order for me to get to that point, I got to, you know, know the different coordination of my, my feet, my hands and all that type of stuff. But if I just simply put it in a simple way, it solidifies in my own head that, yeah, the coordination comes with it and so on and so forth. It's just, and, and yeah, it's just, I, I just felt like, I was just, like I said, that because I was so determined and so passionate about it, it just made sense for me to have that type of, uh, uh, I guess, um, outlet for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got you, man. That's dope. That's dope. Um, I realize I didn't really say this up front, but um, for those who would be listening, kind of kind of give us a brief idea of what sons of the king is the 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 facebook platform at least uh the facebook platform um it's it's supposed to be a place where you can go to see some in line and post to 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 show you that the bible especially specifically the the um proverbs that it still has knowledge and wisdom that can be applied today um, and actually help improve your life, um, especially in the context of being a man and, uh, you know, how we carry ourselves, how we should be trying to grow um, as individuals. And the posts will typically, the posts uh, when I first started were, was like, because Proverbs is so deep, like it would typically be maybe like, I'll put one verse and focus on that one verse in Proverbs and then go through what it means and, and look at the other uh, verses that incorporate maybe this principle that I said in this verse. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or sometimes um, because they will be run on uh, stories, there'll be like a whole chapter and you see, and I'll simplify the chapter and, and take one or two principles out of it and then relate it back to our everyday life. Cause another thing that I find needs to happen in the religion is that we need to, the way that you attract people uh, spiritual and not spiritual to the religion, to God is to bridge the gap between, I guess, idealism and practicality. There needs to be practical applications of what we preach, what we say is in the Bible, what we know, you know, um, and without that, you're just going to have people thinking that, Oh, well, you know, these are just a bunch of platitudes with no actual, uh, I guess, step by right. step. Right. Uh, right. I guess, yeah. you know, you know what I mean? Like to apply it to their lives. So right. that was one to, of the things I relevant. wanted to do. Yeah, yeah exactly. It has to be relevant. Make it relevant. And yeah. the Bible has information that's relevant today. It just needs uh, to be, it just needs to simply be uh, communicated in that way, you know? Mm-hmm. I got you. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, that's one of the big things, biggest things um, that I, I was taught, you know, um, when we were in school is yeah. whatever it is that I'm, whatever it is that I'm preaching, whatever it is that I'm studying, 
just make sure that it has a practical application because you can spend a whole lot of time up there on the pulpit, you know, saying this, that, and the third, and it might sound nice. Yeah. But if, if it's not practical for an individual, if it's not relevant for an individual, then the same way that they walked into the church is the same way that they're going to walk out. And, um, yeah. So the, the whole purpose of preaching, the whole purpose of, of ministering in that, in that regard is to get people to have an experience with God, which leaves them changed. Yeah. Yeah. And ain't it funny? Cause all through, well, the first couple years, whatever people, even later, honestly, people thought I was a theology major. Like cool. because of shoot, a bunch of theology majors thought I was a theology major, bro. That's funny. Yeah. That's because of if we ever got to talking about, you know, like if I went to like a potluck or something and we got to talking, people mm-hmm. would say the way I talk about the Bible or certain verses and stuff like that makes me sound like I'm a theology major. And apparently uh, even the way I dressed was a theology major. So Yeah, you've come a long way. You've come a long way, my friend. So trust me, man. Like it it was funny getting those kind of comments because it's like, nah, man, I'm just I just studied the Bible. Does that make me a theology major? I guess. Nah, you know you know what it was. You know what it was. I'm gonna be honest. But, it wasn't it wasn't really like any of the shirts that you wore. Mm-hmm. It wasn't any of the baggy jeans that you wore. It was mm-hmm. that 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 little British hat that you got, bro. You it was so? that joint. I'm telling you. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> you used to wear that wear that thing religiously, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, sentimental value. Uh huh. <laughs> I just talk. I just talk like a theology man. That's all. Man. That's all. Yeah. That's all. How do you think I got my wife? Theology major, sir. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Calm down. Calm down. Uh, <laughs> but nah, um, that's, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, I don't want to carry on this thing too long mm-hmm. because, you know, I feel like, I feel like doing this whole, this whole podcast thing, we have a real opportunity to kind of take uh, Sons of the King and just push it out there, kind of push it the boundaries a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want to take, I don't want to stay on too much longer, but I, I do got to ask this question. Um, how did it feel when, you know, you started to get a, a somewhat of a following on, on the Facebook page? Um, it was just, it was just reaffirming that God's word appeals to, uh, a lot of people, you know, um, even if people that didn't necessarily follow the page, but that would like the post and they'll just be my friends and stuff that I typically didn't know if, you know, their spirituality or whatever, for mm-hmm. them to like the poster or share it, you know, just show that God's word is very much still valuable today. Um, especially when it's, when it, and when it shows the principle behind it, you know, like, the principles in the Bible still apply today and is what everybody aspires to, um, mm-hmm. whether they're spiritual or not, whether they're religious or not, is something that we are all attracted to because that is, in a sense, the best that we can be. And everybody wants to be the best they can be. Everybody yeah, understands. I like that. Yeah, everybody understands their faults and stuff like that. And, and we all aspire to uh, be better. You know, it, 
it's sad that obviously the world beats us down to and shows us that you know you can be crooked and you succeed more so than others <laughs> you know stuff like that but yeah i i, I just, I ain't it just no names. <laughs> yeah no names yeah <laughs> but it just it just reaffirmed it to me you know let me know that uh-huh. even if it's not uh the even if it's not a million people that see it or whatever knowing that one or two people were or were able to see it or at some point it got to like a couple thousand that saw it and mm-hmm. liked it and all this type of stuff it was very much reaffirming that it is valuable to the people that it needs to be valuable to. All right. That's what's up, man. So where, where do you hope to see this thing going, man? Now that we're taking what was, you know, in on Facebook and we're putting it in the podcast, like where, where do you hope to see this thing go, man? Um, I just, I, I hope to see it uh, be something that, will be, um, I guess, in a sense, a, a getaway from everything else. Because, um, you know, I feel like a lot of times, you know, like how some people, when they're going home or they're going to work, they'll sometimes listen to gospel and they'll mm-hmm. have like a little moment to remind them of their their religious relationship with God and so on and so forth. And I feel like if especially the increase in podcasts nowadays and people valuing this type of stuff, I really do feel like this is going to be a place where Christian men can, and even non-Christian men can see that there is a community aspiring to be greater than what, you know, society says we are. Um, and actually having people to relate to, you know, you, you, it, it feels alone. You feel, you feel very lonely when you try to better yourself. You know what I mean? Like it's very lonesome when you do that yeah. because we're, it's, we're on a level, we're kind of uh, conditioned to think that stagnation is okay. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to stay in a routine, you only get better. And if you get better, it's only to a certain extent, but, if you know you're you, you're around a group of people, you know birds of a feather flock together. Mm-hmm. If you know there are people out there sharing the same experiences and willing to talk things over, talk through issues. Hopefully, we get to the point where people send us issues and we talk through it. You know what I mean? Like it to build a community, man. It's we we can't we can succeed if we have a community. And I, yeah. I want to build a community around men that are trying to be better, men mm-hmm. that are drawn closer to God. Got you. Got you. Well, amen, brother. Praise the Lord. Yeah. 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 Come on. Come on. Come on, somebody. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, well, that's it for me. I ain't got no more questions. Um, to those that are listening, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, Chris, tell them where, we, where they can find us at currently. Currently, we're on on Facebook, um, Sons of the King. Search us up, like the post. We're going to be putting more things out for that. And like I said, this this getting this back into a high gear and and getting it to that point of exposure. You know, everybody everybody will have a place in this community to grow. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. All right, man. So. All right, Sean. All right, Chris. 
uh next time we link up uh, the roles will be a little bit reversed uh you'll be yes. asking me some questions right i'll be um, asking the questions <laughs> i am the great questioner right you ain't got the answers chris you ain't got the answers <laughs> but hopefully i do <laughs> yeah All right, man. so uh, grace and peace to you bro peace love yes, you man sir. peace love you too man